0: Creative
1: Babble. Previously on Pretend, I recruited an ethical hacker to dig up as much dirt as I could about everyone involved in this case. The doctor and her husband are squeaky clean. We combed through the dark web to find anything suspicious. And it looks like Dr. Gresman and her husband, John, have no unusual Internet activity. Some people are very careful, but eventually they make mistakes somewhere. And I don't see any signs of mistakes anywhere, neither in breaches, nor shared passwords, nor any online activity or accounts. But when the ethical hacker looked at the Rodriguez family, he did find something fishy. Logan, the Rodriguez's oldest adult child, has five active devices. But just knowing that her age, she's a young girl having that many devices, it may be normal for her. It's not normal for me or my kids (laughs) or anyone I know to have five devices. But at the end of the day, we weren't able to find the smoking gun. One thing is for sure. We have enough evidence to rule out John Gresman as a possible stalker. I mean, it's close to impossible. As of now, knowing what we know, someone in that house is responsible for this madness. It's either Claudia. Is she doing this to herself in order to gain attention? Is it her husband, David? It could be, but I would be shocked, personally. Maybe it's one of their adult kids. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about Logan, the oldest adult daughter, to find out why she has so many devices. I'm Javier Leyva and this is Pretend, stories about real people pretending to be someone else. Picture this, a foggy evening, the whisper of secrets in the air, and an invitation to step back into the glamorous and mysterious 1920s. That's the backdrop of June's Journey, the game that's been keeping me glued to my phone lately. Instead of doom scrolling on social media, I am actually playing the part of June Parker, a daring detective with a personal mission to solve her sister's murder. And let me tell you, it is a roller coaster of emotions and puzzles. What's to love? Well, first of all, the thrill of hunting for hidden objects. I'm a sucker for these kinds of games. I called up Claudia and David to tell them what I learned about the hacking exercise. All right. So I I had my, my ethical hacker go to town on this story. I want to show you what I presented to him. I've made a detailed timeline of events. It's broken down by dates, not by day, not even by month. So day by day blow. It, and it's also a combination of what's in the police report. Okay. Okay. This guy has not listened to a single call, so he's not tainted by emotions, right? right. He did a background check on the two of you. He did a background mm-hmm. check on all your kids. He did a background check on the doctor, on the doctor's husband. And he said that he took the approach of ru- of just, um, he did not want to jump to the same conclusions that the, uh, law enforcement has jumped to that you, somebody at your house has been doing this. So mm-hmm. his first approach was to just kind of take you out of the picture so that he could figure out, well, is this coming from the doctor? Is this coming from the doctor's husband? Or is there a third party involved? So he took that approach first. Okay. We ran background checks on both the doctor and the doctor's husband, and they came out squeaky clean. Nothing okay. unusual mm-hmm. about these people, all his information is on there, like his credentials, social media credentials, mm-hmm. passwords, usernames, all that stuff. We have that nothing unusual there there's just nothing unusual about them at all. They mm-hmm. just I know that that's not what you want to hear, but there is just nothing unusual about these people at all. so he did a background check on on you and right. and I would like to just just so that we can confirm the kind of information that he got. Okay. So you tell me if this is true or false. I will not put this information on the podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. I just want to confirm some of the things that I got. So you were a part of a couple data leaks. uh, MGM being one of them is your the last four digits of your social. Yes. Okay. Your date of birth is 19. Right? Okay, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh-oh. Time, nope, <laughs> you're good too. Everybody, the bottom line is everybody's good, okay? Nothing unusual. Okay. Like You're not going to find any surprises here, okay? Right. Last four digits for date of birth? Yes. I ran down all the data we found on them just to confirm the information we found. I'm going to read you some passwords. Of course, I'm not going to air this. I promise you. Okay. Password.
2: Yeah, that was from a long time ago. What about That was
1: a long time ago. You've been a part of several breaches as well. So this is why it's important. I I know I've told you this several times that you have to get a password manager because that's a terrible password. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got to get something a little more substantial than that. I ran through all the information we found on the kids. I started with their oldest son. So we did the same thing with... I mean, we found what, what we already know, some speeding tickets, uh, like $145. Um, <laughs> then I transitioned to their oldest daughter, Logan. So this is probably the most unusual thing that he found. Mm-hmm. So the most unusual thing that I think that he was able to find is the amount of devices that are active. Okay. So there was a significant amount of devices, but how many phones and tablets does she have?
2: As far as I know, she only has one working phone and one tablet. But, I mean, she's gone through several devices. Oh, we all
0: have, right?
2: Yeah, like they'll break or they'll crack or whatever. I
0: gave her an an iPad that she ended up losing.
1: So you say she has an iPad. And what, what kind of brand phone does she have?
2: She just changed. Um, I think she has a Samsung S22 mm-hmm. that she just yep. got through Google.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we have listed like a Galaxy tablet too, uh, the, uh-huh. the Galaxy S22. We also have one that matches.
2: Yeah. That was her old phone. And I have a Galaxy S22 that I just got mm-hmm. a couple of months ago.
1: Yeah, but these are associated with her and an iPad. But Mm -hmm. what's unusual about this is that the way we were able to tell that they were active devices is because these are all have been signed in through Google recently, okay? So that being said is that we can't chalk this up to that these were old devices, right? Because when you go into Google to try to retrieve your password, It gives you which device do you want me to send this thing to? Right. And if you're not using those devices, Google takes them off. Okay. Chelsea, Dr. Gresman's former patient, has a Facebook page but doesn't appear active. Then there is their other disabled child, James. James is never mentioned in the police reports or in the postal inspector's investigation. And Claudia and David rarely mention him. Because he's a person with mental disability, it's easy to assume he's not a suspect but looking at his Twitter and other social media accounts, it's clear that James is capable of composing phrases. It's also interesting to note that his last four retweets were for a YouTube prank channel. I found this extremely interesting, but Michelle Kahn, our ethical hacker, says that not to read too much into it. Those retweets predate the stalker and says that the kid has no signs of stalker activities. He's probably just a fan of pranks. Now here comes the part where I break it to Claudia and David that it's highly unlikely that the stalker is masking their IP address. He did a couple of other things, right? So he kind of explained to me, I think what's important about this guy is that he was able to tell me how masking an an IP address works, right, like if that's even possible. And he basically described to me that, yes, it is possible, right? It is possible. We know it's possible, but it is highly unlikely. And the reason is that there's only so many ways that somebody could do that. Claudia and David were told by an IT security expert that someone like John Gresman, who works at Cox, does have the ability to mask their IP. But this IT expert was missing a few key pieces of information. He was under the impression that that because this doctor's husband worked at the internet service provider that it is possible that he could have been buddy buddy with one of the tech guys who showed up to your house and possibly put Mm -hmm. different or swapped out routers and that's how he did it. Right. So technically, Anthony's right, it is possible, but highly unlikely, considering that the IP addresses were created way before he even started at Cox communication. Mm -hmm. So I can almost rule that theory out the door, right? But it's still possible, right? It's still possible for this to happen and how can it happen well just similar to the cox communication guy coming in and swapping a box well somebody could break into your house and and add a device and they have to have access to your inside your house to do it basically to your router and and that's probably not happening because you probably didn't notice a break-in or anything. Another way that that could happen is that this guy could be parking really, really close to your house so that he can get a signal to get into your network. Right. I ran through everything Michelle Kahn told me, and they stayed silent on the other end. But the point is that he has to have access to inside your house in order to really accomplish this. And Mm -hmm. it is an opinion of, of this guy that, that, that is probably not likely at all mm-hmm. you know we were grasping at straws so it's his opinion that that is probably not the doctor that it probably is somebody from inside your house
2: right I don't even know what to say
0: well I've been I've been told by by the police that they they knew that that we had that we had changed our our. Um, our modem. We've actually seen. We've we've seen him down down the street from when we went to walk to walk our dogs, and he flashed his lights and made a comment about that later on, and also Mary the the PI, she she saw him right riding his bike in, in, in our neighborhood, so I, I know that he was close he was close by, and and he even took that picture from our driveway.
1: Right, with the rain, with the little puddle of water.
0: Right. So I know he was close by.
2: Well, here's another thing. Um, so this happened a couple of months ago, but I can tell when, when my daughter is being sketchy and lying to me because <laughs> she has a very strong physical reaction to me catching her red-handed, so to speak. Anyway, mm-hmm. so one day had taken my car to work and I needed to run up to the store. So I asked her if I could borrow her car and she just acted really sketchy and she turned blood red, flushed, got really flustered. And I immediately knew that she probably had something in her car that she didn't want me to see, which is exactly what happened. And so, cause she knew that I was going to get pissed off at her. And, um, she, she gave me such a strong physical reaction that I didn't even have to ask her. So, I, we have talked to all of the kids, including more times, about the stalking situation, you know, having the FBI help us, um, mm-hmm. trying to get the postal inspector to help us, law enforcement, the podcast. And I've never seen her react. In any type of a negative way, like leave the room, get flushed. so I, i'm I'm just kind of taken back right now.
0: well, plus the plus uh, when when she drove to the Grand Canyon to attempt suicide, right after that, we took her immediately to the to the psych to the psych uh, hospital, and they watch you like a hawk in there. They keep an eye on her kept an eye on her twenty four seven and on our way home from there this this activity was going on,
1: yeah, I know I mean there's a lot of circumstantial stuff that it makes it really hard to explain what okay, so here's the conclusion, just to make that clear that what he said was mm-hmm. it's not that he thinks it's or you or anybody uh-huh. in that house he's not saying that all he can say is that. It's coming from that house. You know what I mean? That's all he's saying, right? I asked Claudia and David if I could speak with Logan.
2: How's it going? I'm okay.
1: Is still available?
2: Yeah, it's just um, really upset her and she feels like this is going to be an interrogation and we're trying to tell her that you're not going to interrogate her. Yeah. This is victimizing her as well.
1: No, absolutely. So. I don't know how to not make it an interrogation, but I want to make it as casual as possible. Cause okay. And do you think that it's okay if maybe I talk to her in private where she could speak a little bit more freely? Is that okay?
2: Um, I don't know. Do you want to speak to him in private or do you want one as, one as present? It's okay. T- she wants you on speaker it shouldn't, it shouldn't because even be involved. she said okay. she shouldn't okay. even be involved. Because that's how pissed off she is. So we're gonna we're gonna okay. stay silent. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. All right
1: here we go. Hello. Hey, man, it's Javier. I'm sure you heard a lot about me. <laughs> I've been talking to your parents for a long yeah, time.
2: Yeah, I, I, I have. I, I, I have. I'm just really pissed off because I don't even know this doctor and. And I it, the 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 suspicion keeps coming back to me, and and I don't even have the time to to be be even engaging in this activity. I work five days a week, and I have alibi. I was in the hospital with no internet access yeah. when when this was going on, and and I'm pissed off.
1: Yeah, no, I I understand, and that must be super frustrating because a lot of people that you don't know and that they don't know you are casually just saying it must be Logan, right? Because we looked at her device and there was an app that was missing or whatever. But look, I, that's not what I want to accomplish today. I don't want to grill you. I don't want to interrogate you. So let me ask you about you and your life. Cause I don't know anything about you, but you say you work five days a week. What, is it at a movie yeah. theater?
2: Yeah. I'm a, a, a supervisor at a movie theater. So I'm, I'm constantly busy. And r- rarely on my phone.
1: Yeah. Believe it or not, I used to work at a movie theater, too. That's cool. Yeah, it's a neat job. So you work really weird hours, I would imagine, right? Because you work, like, weekends, nights, I would imagine?
2: Yeah, I, I work every single weekend. And I-, I work throughout the week. And sometimes I-, I don't even get out of work until midnight or 1- one 1 a.m.,
1: so you, you're about what thirty years old now? Yeah. And have you ever? I know you live with your parents now, but have you ever lived outside uh, on your own or with a roommate or anything like that?
2: No, I, I've never done that. Yeah, it's 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 really it, um, expensive to to even have a a one bedroom apartment.
1: Do you have any plans on ever doing that, or is that?
2: I I I don't have any any set plans right now.
1: So let me ask you another question. So you're busy at work, you know, you work five days a week, you work kind of long hours, but you you stay at home. Do you have anything else going on in your personal life? Like, do you have friends or boyfriend or anything like that?
2: I, I um, only only really have like my um, my my coworkers that I, that I talk to sometimes, but I'm not super super close to them. And and I, I don't have like a whole lot of, of friends out, outside of work.
1: How many like cell phones and laptops and tablets do you have?
2: I have a cell phone, and then I, I have one that that I it, it's a it's a old one because I, I just got a new one and I I don't even use the old one. It's off and it's not even charged. And I even did a factory reset on it. I I I, I don't I don't use it at all. And and then I have a tablet that I only use when when we're doing our, our uh, religious activities.
1: Yeah, is that the iPad or is that the Galaxy it's Tab? A,
2: it's a Galaxy Tab. Yeah,
1: and do you ever use that iPad?
2: No, no, no I, I, I I only really use it to to do um, any any religious activities that we're doing.
1: And are you pretty big uh, into the the, the church, like? your mom and dad are like, do you go to church often with them?
2: I, I, I do. And I, I, I'm working more on my, 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 spirituality.
1: Yeah. Is that something that's always been strong with you? Or? I,
2: I've, I've always been pretty, pretty strong, but, um, I, I've, I, I struggle with, with, uh, depression. And, and recently it's been, it's been, um, uh, seeping into my like uh, religious faith, and and I, I've been having some doubts, but they're 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 getting a lot better.
1: I'm not pointing a finger at you. I recognize that all this evidence, you know, is pointing back to your house, but I want to make it clear to you that that's all I know.
2: Yeah, it's 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 definitely frustrating, and it it's um, taking a, a real effect on my mental health. Because I, I don't even know who this doctor is. I don't know what she looks like. I've I've never met her before. I I have no interest in. I, I have no I have no interest in, in being being involved.
1: Well, thank you. I, that's all really that I wanted to talk to you about.
2: Okay. Well, it was it was nice speaking to you.
1: Yeah. All right. And thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I mean, you can't dispute the IP
0: addresses, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very pr- frustrating and, and I don't I don't
1: David recognizes how this all looks, but he says he can point to a dozen different things that when you add them all up are equally as puzzling as the IP addresses.
0: I I don't I I don't think that I mean I, I know your your guy is pretty is credible the, the way you were talking about it, but I don't think we can we can say we can throw the, the the guilty sign on on anybody in our house because of all the other of all the other evidence that that we that that we've gone through. So there is a lot. There's a lot to it that that isn't backed up it's by not
2: fitting the puzzle.
0: It isn't backed up by the by the science of it all. You know. This case is a slow burn.
1: It's been going on for years. There have been quiet months where nothing happens, but if you wait long enough, the stalker always returns with a vengeance. Each time the attacks get worse. Just recently, I woke up to this call.
2: Hey, Javier. It's literally 4.15 a.m. on Friday. Um, morning. Anyway, if you want to give me a buzz, I have something to tell you that's absolutely insane.
1: I didn't record our conversation, but apparently Claudia and David were woken up by the police and instructed to slowly exit their house with their hands up in the air. Claudia describes half a dozen cop cars fanning their front yard. According to the Rodriguez's, police got threatening messages from Claudia's own number. That's right, her cell phone number. It's not clear what the messages said or why it warranted this type of police presence at 4.15 in the morning, but it sure sounded pretty dramatic. Once tension settled down, police checked Claudia's phone and were not able to see any outgoing messages on her phone. Police have since come back to their house to tell them that they have forwarded the message to a detective who is working on the case. You know, stuff like this happens all the time, and there's never going to be a satisfying ending until we could identify this stalker. Until then, all the fingers are pointed at Claudia and David. Maybe they're making this whole thing up. Maybe it's their kids. Heck, maybe the doctor and the husband are really behind this. It doesn't seem like we're going to get resolution anytime soon.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not in a good head space right now. I'm pretty pissed off and livid. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like nobody's really, I don't know. I don't want to say nobody's backing us up, but that's how it feels.
0: Oh,
1: I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, who's, who in a position of power is bagging you up? Nobody. No. Right. Um, you have all the evidence, like, I, as much as you want to deny it, uh, the evidence It's not looking good. This case has very little evidence. And the only evidence that it does have is those stupid IP addresses. And it does not look good. You know?
2: What is your thought process on this whole mess?
1: Okay, when I talk to you guys, when I talk to you, it's crystal clear that I believe you 100% because it's like I I hear your frustration, you know, like I hear it and I've been talking to you guys for over a year now. Why would anybody do this to themselves? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. Like that part of it to me is equal to the IP addresses because it's crazy. It's crazy. Here's the thing. If they were if I were just talking to you, I'd say, well, you're crazy. But I'm talking to Claudia and David. How can you both be crazy about the same thing? So that doesn't make sense to me. But the other thing that doesn't make sense to me, and, and this is really hard to, to wrestle with, is those IP addresses and the fact that they they were created, those accounts were created before you, both of you had ever met this doctor. Why would the doctor be obsessed about a patient they don't even know about? And then why would you be obsessed about a doctor you don't know about? Like, that doesn't make any sense.
2: All right. But no one's listening.
1: So because I, I got to tell you, you ask me what do I think when I talk to you guys, I'm I believe you wholeheartedly. I believe you, and then I walk away and I tell somebody about this, and it sounds ridiculous.
0: It does sound right. ridiculous. like it doesn't right. even
1: make sense. And I'm like, no, but you just have to hear these guys. They're they're such nice people. They're genuine people. But that's not you say. IP address comes from their house and. That is case closed for everyone who I've talked to. And so. um, Yeah,
2: see, that's not right. That's not right. And yesterday when you were like, it's not possible and it's not, you know, NSA level. I'm not going to lie. I got pissed off at you. I was mad. I I, I was pissed.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's impossible. Like, I don't think he's that smart. You know
2: Well, he must be somebody's got the brain because we're not doing it.
1: I mean that is a level of stalking and here's the thing that it's just to listen in on your phone calls. I mean that's I mean I'm not saying that that's impossible. I just you know I've never heard of that before yeah you know, other than like the government doing it you know
0: yeah well well if you think about it too. He's got plenty of time and he's got plenty of money because she's a doctor. So he has he has plenty of, of, of you know time to time to study and, and learn how to how to be the worst guy in the world.
1: next time on pretend remember james claudia and david's 22 year old mentally disabled son who no longer has rights because his parents have a guardianship over him i was led to believe that he had the intelligence of a 10 year old well it turns out that maybe he's a little bit more high functioning than i anticipated how verbal is he is he
2: oh he's he's verbal
1: so like if i had a conversation with him he would talk back to me and yeah you want to talk to
2: him
1: Well, I mean, only if you guys feel comfortable with it.
2: I totally feel comfortable with it.
1: Let's just say I found some suspicious internet activity that made me reconsider the list of suspects. I saw that on Twitter that you liked some prank YouTube channels. What? Tell me about that.
2: He's thinking.
0: (laughs) I like a lot of just pages. I I don't know about that
1: one. That's next time on Pretend. You know, this was supposed to be my last episode of the series. I have a lot of thoughts on this case, by the way. I'm going to share with you my take on all this and what I'm doing in the background to help resolve this madness. Honestly, I recorded this message before the series even aired. I have no idea what kind of reaction people will have to the story, what Dr. Gresman will think. Will this series motivate detectives to narrow down the messages to the device? will adult protective services look into the possible abuse happening at the rodriguez's house i just don't know i have no idea what the next episode will be about or if it will be my last stay subscribed and follow me on social media because i can almost guarantee something will happen see you next week